Ruth chapter 3 verses 1 to 5. Thank you. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, shall I not seek security for you? That it may be well with you. Now Boaz, whose young woman you were with, is he not a relative? In fact, he's winnowing barley tonight at the threshing floor. Therefore, wash yourself. Anoint yourself. Put on your best garment. Go down to the threshing floor. But do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. And it shall be when he lies down that you shall notice the place where he lies. And you shall go in, uncover his feet, lie down. And he will tell you what you should do. And she said to her, all that you say to me, I will do. Father, in the brevity of the time I have, let lives be transformed. Let men's heart be challenged. Give us an apocalypsis, an opening of the eye. That when they walk in the fullness of the revelation you give, Jesus' name. Shout amen. amen. Stepping into your significance is what I want to share with you today. Because you've got to learn. Look at me. At a point in your life, life is bigger than where you live. Life is bigger than what you eat. Life is bigger than what you wear. Life becomes more impactful, not about just being successful, but being significant. Significance is bigger than success. Significance is bigger than success. Because you can be successful and have a significant life. You know, some of the names we know in the world of music, they appeal to people with the music they sing, even if it is rubbish. But because they are successful and they have money and can buy half of the world does not mean they have a significant life. I believe many of you who are listening to me today, God wants you to know that it is possible for you to step into your significance. Naomi turned to Ruth and Orpah and said to them, our husbands are dead. I am the one who felt it more. Your husbands were my sons. My husband, your husbands are dead. I'm going back because the Bible says the reason they came to, to, to Moab was because there was famine in Bethlehem. And so she was going back because she now heard news that there was bread in Bethlehem. She said, look, let me release you. Our husbands are dead. I don't have another children. You can marry. Go back to your father's house. Now, Hebrew tradition, not the Bible. Hebrew tradition has it that Opa and Ruth are actually sisters. Not only are they sisters, that they are actually princesses. So here are these princesses who came and married these foreigners and then the foreigners died and made them widows prematurely. But then suddenly their mother-in-law is releasing them. Ah, the moment she said you can go Opa did an African thing. She went on and he said, thank you, mama, and ran away. <laughs> Ruth made a statement which has become what we read to couples who are getting married. Entreat me not to leave you or to go back from following after you for where you go, I will go. Where you die, I will die. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. If so, be that death do us part. It was, it was too far-reaching. Because Ruth was a princess, if we believe that Hebrew tradition. 
Ruth was also a woman of greatness in her land. And now she's following a widow to oblivion. Following a widow to uh, the unknown, the nebulous. However, she made that decision feeling that, look, there is something to this woman. She may be a widow now. I sense a connection. Many of peop the people today, they are so loosely connected to us. <laughs> the Lord taught me something recently. The Lord told me, what do you think an opportunist is? I said, opportunist. Anybody who takes advantage. He said, no. Opportunists start with opportunity. They see opportunity around you. Opportunity to be famous. Opportunity to have a name. Opportunity to do this. So they hang around you because there is an opportunity. When there is no opportunity, they pull away. Unknown to some of them. Don't pull away from me. I might be your key to the future. Naomi didn't look like anything of the future. But there was something to her. We're going somewhere tonight. Ruth decided, I will follow you because I sense it. That my future is connected to you. Up ourselves into oblivion. We never heard of her anymore. Whatever Oprah became, we never knew. Ruth follows her mother-in-law into the land of Israel. It's important for you to know when the time comes for you to step into destiny. And you, some of you need to listen to me with the ear of the spirit tonight. You need to come to the place in your life where you realize, I'm in Canada, not because I needed a comfortable life. I'm here for purpose. I'm here for destiny. I'm here for significance. And I'm not supposed to be satisfied because I have a comfortable house and a nice pay and a good life that makes me comfortable. Some of us need to realize you may be the chain to make millions of people to be blessed. You may be the chain link to change some people's lives. Ruth realized and recognized a moment of significance when it came. That here was it was. The road divided into two and she chose the right one. Sometimes there are some roads that look good. There is a way that seemeth good unto man. The end thereof is destruction. But she followed the right one. She followed her mother-in-law. Even though the woman, no money in her pocket, no food on the table, no future. We don't even know where she went to hang around with some people. Maybe they gave her a room and Ruth had to, a princess, had to come and live with this woman. Like, like, like a like a, like a peasant. Like a person with nothing. So, if you want to go into your significance, I want to give you about seven to ten things tonight. This is going to be a, a combination of preaching and teaching. So, when we preach and teach, we call it preaching. <laughs> so, it's going to be a preaching tonight. Step number one. You must know what you are after in life. Some people don't know. They don't know what they're after. They don't have a target, so they stay with wrong people. They don't have a target, so they forget the past people, places, and things that have helped them. Ruth felt that, look, I can't put my finger on it. But there's something to this woman. Ah, glory to God. It was like Elisha. There are so many people in the school of prophets under Elijah. 
And when he was about to go, he, he kept following Elijah. And the other students, I mean, I, I was in the Bible school seminary where we lived in the same hostel. Matter of fact, Pastor Dio's dad was one year my senior in Bible school. <laughs> and his dad, I was best man at the wedding of his parents. So I know the genesis of everything. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm going to introduce them fully at the end of this message. So you find that even while these students were in the same hostel, but they saw how Elisha said something about Elijah and kept pursuing the grace. And they were mocking him. Did you know that your boss is living today? He said, yes, I know. You know what? When Elijah left, Elijah left and left his mantle, Elisha became great. We never heard of those guys anymore. Know what you are after. Stop procrastinating. Enjoy the moment. But don't put off what you should do. Don't think wrong or you will go wrong. Recognize why am I here? What did God call me to be here for? What impact am I supposed to make? Because if you don't know it, you'll stop pressing in. Listen, there will be things in Canada, in Ontario, in Montreal, or wherever you live that will make you want to pull back. But Paul said, I press. Philippians chapter 3 verse 14, I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. There will be people who will make you not to want to press, but you will press. Number two, you must capture your thoughts. Capture your thoughts. Battles are won or lost in the arena of your mind. I'm sure so many things went through Ruth's mind. Are you okay, girl? Are you for real? You're following this woman? She's finished, man. There's nothing to her. No more children, no influence. Where are you going? You're going to be a widow for life. Dead. Dead. And you have no children? And you're following this woman? Is this life? Something inside so strong made her know there is a destiny. I hope I'm preaching to someone tonight. Oh, glory. You must capture your thought. If you think little, you grow little. So stop dumbing down your dream. Stop putting down yourself. Stop saying, I am this, I am that, therefore I cannot prosper. If you can think it, you can change it, you can evolve it, you can grow it. You are one thought away from your breakthrough. I hope I'm preaching to somebody tonight. Just one thought, just one opportunity, one favor, one breakthrough, one turnaround. And I pray for somebody in this service that this will be the service of your turnaround. I came all the way from, from Africa because I traveled through Nigeria to come here. I came all the way to come minister to somebody and push you into your destiny. Push you into your favor. I pray for you today. Every stinking thinking that is holding you, you are coming out of it. Shout amen with fire. Number three, you need to have a vision of what you want. It may be big. It may not make sense. It may look daunting. It may look too great. You got to have a vision of what you want to have. This is where God is taking me. This is what I want to be. This is what I want to achieve. Are you sure? It's what you want. Is this for you? Not because it's good for someone else, but is it for you? Desire what God wants for you. There are times the smallness of our father's house, the challenges we've seen in life, wants to hold us in a small place 
and tell us you better just eat your bread and humble yourself. This is Canada. Keep quiet. Don't get into trouble. Don't listen to all these preachers. Just do one tiny thing. The devil is a liar. You got to learn how to dream and not even follow people who don't know where they're going. Because you see, if you listen to some people, they'll talk you out of your destiny. They'll talk you out of your future. They'll talk you out of your blessing. They'll talk you out of your breakthrough because they think little, they think small, and they want you to think small. When they see you flying, they say, nobody flies here. You know, I was watching recently, I was watching recently the documentary about the Wright brothers, the first men to ever fly. Everybody told them, don't you remember the story of Icarus? If God wanted man to fly, he would have given him wings. But imagine if there were no airplanes. I won't be here. It will have taken two months to come to do this meeting. And there's no way you drive, you take a ship for two months to come preach for one day. Jeez. Someone is going to try to talk you out of your significance. You are the one to remind yourself, even my father's house is not big enough. Because my father's house was only a point of arrival. It may be a hamlet, a village, a small hut. That's not my calling. That's where I started from, but that's not where I'm finishing. I'm going somewhere, and I will get to where I'm going. If you are the one I'm preaching to say amen. You got to have a vision. You got to see it. Because if you don't see it, you don't receive it. Because God always wants to show you. That's why the Bible will say, son of man, what do you see? And sometimes God will show, you know, in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1, after God calls Jeremiah, I say, God, are you sure this WhatsApp is for me? I'm too young. I can't do it. God said, what are you talking about? I'm going to use you. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 10. You will build. You will pull down. You will erect. You will do this. He said, really? And next verse, Jeremiah 1, 11, God said, son of man, what do you see? Boom! Jeremiah becomes a sa'ar. There are two kinds of prophets. Nabi, which is a speaking prophet, and sa'ar, a seeing prophet, a seer. Immediately, Jeremiah was shocked. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And straight away, his eyes opened. He saw a branch of an almond tree. He said, I see the branch of an almond tree. God said, you have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. Oh, I pray for your eyes to open. I thought your amen will be stronger. See, vision is not just about, oh, I want to buy a car. I want to have a house. The greatest vision is significance. Significance. Making a difference. Making impact. Leaving a footprint that cannot be erased. That cannot be removed. Ah, someone is here today. I came to push you into your destiny. Shout, I will get there. Number four, you got to pick your fights. Not all fights are worth it. Tell your neighbor, pick your fights. Play that keyboard for me. Pick your fights. You've got to pick your fight. There are some people you should not respond to. Know what you can handle. Don't fight with the wrong person. If the, person, if the case is too big, leave it. Act like you are a coward for the moment. Can't be a lightweight and be fighting heavyweights. They'll just crush you before your time. You need to know the battle and the size of the weapon. 
There are pistol web battles. There are AK-47 battles of life. There are machine gun battles. And then there are intercontinental ballistic missile battles of life. You've got to pick your battle. Because some battles are getting you ready. Look at me. You know, some people, they never want to go through anything. You can't be anything if you don't want to go through anything. Have you ever seen tea that is tea without hot water? Only in America. That you guys have iced tea. Come to England, the home of tea. Tea is not tea until you drop that thing in boiling water. Real boiling water. That's when it's tea. You don't become. So if you're hoping that you please everyone, you will displease yourself. You displease your destiny. You displease your calling. You displease the purpose of God. Significance. Somebody doesn't want you to enter your significance. So I came to push you into it. You fulfill your purpose. You fulfill your calling. You fulfill your blessing. In the name of Jesus. If you believe it, say I receive it. So you got to understand there are fights. And you got to pick those fights. There are, some of those fights are defining moments. They are the things that define you. And God will give you another chance. God will give you a reason to overcome. To become the best you ought to be. Number five, you need to know your defining moments. Know where you are going. And don't waste the opportunity inside mediocrity. Ah! There are many people. All they are just interested in is landing in Toronto. And once they are in Toronto, you can't see any difference. They are just like where they are coming from. And in the words of Archbishop Benson Idahosa, he said, a lizard in Africa will never become a crocodile in London. If you don't know where you're going, you become what is around you. That's why you've got to choose who is around you and who you listen to. Because who you hear determines who hears you. Who you see determines who sees you. Who you see determines who sees you. Who you hear determines who hears you. No! You're defining moments. So stop hanging around some people. Stop hanging around bitter people. Some people are so bitter about life. If they have a bitter marriage, they'll talk you out of your own happy marriage. If they have a bitter life, they'll talk you out of your own bitter life. They say, why are you happy? Be sober. The Bible says, be sober. You know, because there's a scripture for everything. You're happy. Why are you happy? The Bible says, be sober. And so you also, you are sober all the time. Jesus, man. You need to know your defining moments. Move away from some people. You don't have to be friends of everyone. The Bible says to love all men, but not to like everybody. Like and love is not the same. I may love you, but not like you, because I don't like what you do. I don't like gossips, because gossips will tell me what is not true. And my mind is funny. If I hear it six times, I'll believe it. That's what psychology says. It says when you hear a lie six times, you believe it. There are people they've lied on to you. They kept telling you the same thing. At a point, you now began to look at them. Hmm, it's coming. That's the guy they said, blah, blah, blah. And it's a lie. 
And some people want to be significant and they're moving with gossips. So Ruth decided, when the rubber hit the road, when she had to choose between blood relation, Opa, and destiny relation, Naomi, she chose destiny. Have you not had people who stupidly say, ah, blood is thicker than water. Blood is thicker than water. And then they make the wrong decisions. They say, I want to hang around with my peoples. Keep hanging. Until they hang you themselves. Don't hang with the wrong. Hang with busy people. Ah! Life is too short. One of the things you can do to fulfill destiny is to find people with empires in their heart and follow them. Because when you find a person with empires in their heart, you become what they are or what they became because their dream makes you pursue your dream. See, if you pursue people who are doing lesser, you feel good. Until the day you find people who are doing more than you and they make you come out of your limited space into the fullness of God's calling for your life. So don't, don't let anyone use you. Don't let anyone use you vicariously. Vicariously. Using you to justify where they are. I've seen that a lot of times. I've seen people who will talk you out of blessing because they don't like it. So here is Ruth. She's following this woman. They get to Israel. I don't know if you can paint the picture. You come from royalty. You come from privilege. You come from abundance. You managed to marry this guy who came to town and uh, he looked nice. But then suddenly the guy dies. His brother dies. His dad dies and you think that he dies following them. You know. <laughs> and now his mother is going back. Should you follow her? Naturally. You will say no. This is the wrong person to follow. You know. If, that, if Naomi were African. They will say she's a witch. Her husband died. Her sons died. The sister, the daughter-in-laws will say, ah, don't follow that woman. A spirit follows her. Spirit of death. And how many times have we followed culture and not destiny? We've followed, we followed tradition and not vision. We followed they said instead of what the Lord is saying. Ah, I've seen men launch themselves when God did not launch them. And then 10 years, 20 years down the road, they find they made the wrong drive, but they have no U-turn. I don't know how your roads are here, but in the United Kingdom, if you're on the, on the, on the highway and you, <laughs> and you made the wrong turn, bro, you may have to drive 20 minutes, 30 minutes before you can find a way to do a U-turn to go and be a begin again. One day I was going home, I live in Essex in the UK. Now coming from a road we call A406, the road divides into two. One is going to Cambridge and one is going to my home, but because my home is there and the Cambridge one kind of goes here, this one looks like it's going this way. This is the road to my house because it will turn later. I said, no, this looks nice. Only to find, I'm not going to Essex, I'm going to Cambridge. 
I'm going to the wrong place. It took me 30 minutes of driving with anger. Just angry that you are going the wrong direction. You know you are going the wrong direction. But you have no choice. It's the first time in my life I felt like doing one way. You people know what I'm talking about. I felt like driving one way, man. Ah, in the UK, we have the toughest driving laws. If you did that, they wouldn't even... They would just seize your license and slap you with five years no driving. Yeah. Once you have 12 points on your license, five years you can't drive. And then they'll send you to driving school for one whole day. It's going to church one Christmas. I am Pastor Yemisi. We were just thin and talking. We didn't know we had gone past the 50 miles per hour. We had only done 59, oh, Pastor Wiley. <laughs> only 59. The camera took a nice picture of us. And then they sent it and sent me to driving school. Can you believe that? <laughs> Pastor Matthew Ashimolowo in the whole day's driving school. And the worst part of it was the teacher was the guy who came for one day to play piano in our church. <laughs> oh, Jesus, man. Oh, Jesus, man. The guy is teaching. He's looking at my face. He's teaching. He's looking at my face. So during the break, he said, Pastor Matthew is from Jamaica. Pastor Matthew, I said, yes. What are you doing here? I said, well, this is how we saw it, though. <laughs> they charged me 200 pounds to humble me for doing 59 instead of 50. Jesus. Ruth, realizing that there's some, you know, there are times you can't quite put your finger. You just know this woman carries destiny. Because you see, even in giving those prophetic words, the Bible says we see in part. The word we see in part, understand in part, is the Greek word apokalupto. Kalupto is when something is not clear. Kalupto, I don't know how your homes are here in the United Kingdom. We put lace curtain before the thick one. So we are, Calupto is seen through the lace curtain. You are seen, but yellow may really be not yellow. It may be mustard based on what you see from behind. Ruth, yet, she said, this woman, I don't know what it is, but I will follow her. I lay hand on somebody on this meeting. That in this season of your life, some of you are at a crossroad. You will not take the wrong step. You will make the right move. You will make a blessed move. God will lead you. God will guide you. God will bless your life. You will be led by God. Shout amen with power. Ruth decided to follow the woman. They get to Israel. The mother said, Ruth, you are Moabite. The book of Leviticus says that if a person is poor, they must not go to bed hungry here in Israel. Go to any farm. There will be food by the roadside. Harvesters will leave some by the roadside for the poor. Just pick what we need and bring. So Ruth goes with the intent to pick food by the roadside only to see a farm. 
and people who are working hard. And she's a, she's a person who is diligent. And the hand of the diligent will rule. She's a diligent woman. And she said, hey, I don't want to pick the wood by the roadside. Can I join you guys to work? And she joins them to work. Not long, the owner of the farm comes. And he says, as he's greeting, he sees Ruth. Destiny spoke to spirit, destiny. Father to son, spirit to spirit. Something spoke in him, in him that, who is this lady? He asks after her. I hope he has the right person. Because if he has the gossip, they say, ah, don't go there. That woman, her husband died. Her brother-in-law died. Her father-in-law died. Died, died, he's following her. I pray for you that the wrong persons will not be your reference. Some people don't want you to rise. They just think they should malign you, put you down, say the things you never did. But you know what? Your life is like cream inside a glass of milk. Cream will always rise. You're going to the top. I said you're going to the top. You will go to the top. If you believe it, say I receive it. Shout it, I'm going to the top. I won't stay down. I won't stay down in the name of Jesus. Hey! The man asked after her, who is this lady? I said, she's Ruth. And he goes and he said, hey, lady, how are you? Where are you from? She tells him who she is. And he said, oh, Rabosha, Kaitala, if they could find the verse. He said, give her a handful on purpose. That word is there, on purpose. On purpose. Your significance will find you out. Somebody will recognize you. The dignity, the destiny you carry will speak out for you. You've been through the been throughs, but it won't be long. Your destiny will speak out. Your vision will speak out. Everything you've been through will push you into your testimony. Will push you into your glory. Push you into your joy. Shout amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said, leave a handful on purpose. They leave a handful on purpose. She carries it. She gets home. Too much food she brings home. Mother-in-law said, well done, my daughter. Where did you get all this? Or where did you work? She said, there's a man called Boaz. I worked in his farm. Bo, what did you say? Bo, as? You have nowhere else to go. Matter of fact, I have an assignment for you. You will go back to that farm when no one else is there. When they're harvesting barley at night. And you'll go and let him know, I was the wife of your relation. And I'm available. Jesus, man. I know that's hard for some ladies to handle. But when you've been through the shoe of, of this lady, you will know that this is the finger of God. It wasn't a matter of being loose. And guess what? Boaz was the only millionaire in town. Oh, somebody's been fixed up. For testimony, God is fixing you up for glory. Fixing you up for favor. Fixing you up for a turnaround. Fixing you up for a blessing. And guess what? It won't be long. It won't be long. 
I came all the way to come and prophesy to a lady or a man here today that your testimony won't be long. Your glory won't be long. Your breakthrough, it won't be long. You are stepping into it. Stepping into your turnaround. Stepping into your change. I'd like you to shout, it won't be long. It won't be long. It won't be long. Put your hands together. Give God praise today. Come on. Give him glory. Hey. <laughs> it won't be long. You see, there are times in life you go through all these going throughs. And it just looks like your life is over. But I came to let somebody know that darkness is over. I said the darkness is over. The darkness is over. The darkness is over. The darkness is over. In the name of Jesus. The darkness is over. Give God praise. Come on. Mother-in-law tells her, you'll have to go back to that farm. But number six, wash your face. Wash your face. Wash your face. Ruth chapter 3 verse 3. Wash your face. The mother-in-law told her that. Wash your face. Therefore, wash your face. Wash yourself. Wash your face. As you listen to me tonight. Don't let the mask of the past hold you. Wash your face. Don't let the past hold you. Wash your face. Don't let the history of where you are coming from show on your face. Do you know some people, no matter where they go, you can just tell. Ah, this woman has been battered before. Oh my God, that one has been persecuted before. They wear it on their face. Wash your face. Tell your neighbor, wash your face. You got to do something about your tomorrow. Wash your face. Wash it away. Wash yesterday away. Wash the divorce away from your face. Wash what the man did to you away. Don't let it hold you. Don't let what they did to you. Because some people want to see if it is affecting you. Wash your face. Move away from the past. Wash your face. Don't ruin your new season. Wash your face. People should not see your past. They, don't see, they shouldn't see it on your face. And you wear it everywhere you are going. And you are, you are behaving like that song. Nobody knows the trouble I have seen. Wash your face. Forget the things that are behind. Wash your face. You can't go forward until you wash your face. Tell your neighbor, wash your face. You can't reach forth until you wash your face. Stop the clinging to issues. You know, some people, they are world champions. They write everything. On, the, on 22 of uh, April, you did this to me. And on the 23rd of April, you did that to me. And on the 27th of April, you did Ah, Come on, wash your face. Tell your neighbor, wash your face. People will offend you. People will say things. Don't look like yesterday anymore. You know, you, you miss some people, you can just tell. They're still wearing where they are coming from. Wash your face. Wash yesterday away. Don't go to Don't go to Boaz looking like a Moabite. Because she was a Moabite. And look at me. Deuteronomy 23 verse 3. Moabites are not allowed in Israel for 10 generations. And now God is about to bring you in. But you are wearing it on your face. I'm a Moabite. You know, some people think that's the way to get attention. I'm a persecuted person, no. I'm a, they are hurting me. Oh, Deuteronomy 23, verse 3. An, Ammon, an Ammonite 
or Moabites shall not enter the assembly of the Lord, even to the tenth generation. None of their descendants shall enter the assembly of the Lord. They were cursed because they didn't meet with Israel with water. They did not meet with Israel to bless them. Moabites were the ones actually who hired Balaam to curse them. So if she wears that Moabite on her face, the blessing cannot rest. And that's too many of us were wear yesterday. I came today to push you into your significance. Yesterday will not hold you. I said yesterday will not hold you. From today, God will connect you with people of influence. People of the future. People of blessing. People of greatness. People of glory. God will fix you with your boas. Boas in business. Boas in ministry. Boas of the future. In the name of Jesus. Witches will not be able to hold you. Satan will not be able to stop you. Troubles of life will not be able to stop you. Somebody scream, wash your face. You know, you, you see some people, you get to some place, they will introduce themselves by, their, by the what they carry on their face. Landed in, in Houston on, on Friday, Friday morning, I think it was. And the load was taking long. And there were so many people waiting. There was this one girl. Very sassy. Very sassy. She was very loud on the phone. And once, I mean, somebody comes to apologize for the lateness of the load. Oh, of course. She just went bonkers. Oh, I hope the Lord is going to come. Because if he's going to come, everybody's going to know here. Oh, geez. Are you the only one who landed? And she flied in economy. <laughs> she was the last seat in economy. Jesus, man. They wear it on their face. And then one guy will see her one day. You know, I'm sorry for those guys who all they think of is the shape of the lady. They don't think of the spirit of the lady. Wash your face. Tell your neighbor, wash your face, man. And number two, she told her, or rather number seven on your note, anoint your face. Anoint your face. Carry a new oil. Carry new oil. Put on something new. Brighten your countenance. Put on joy. Put on glory. Put on the anointing. Walk with your face glowing. Let people never catch you that some, you are going through something. No one is interested in your complaint. Everyone has their own issue. So anoint your face. Let them even be thinking, this one doesn't even have a problem anytime. His face is always glowing. You know, it's like when Pastor Bauer came into my room this morning, his face was glowing. And I could just celebrate this man. He lost his wife early this year, uh, last year. Fantastic woman of God. Fantastic woman. And the church came to look at his face. When they saw it glowing, the church grew. Somebody celebrate God. We know she's resting with Jesus. That is what I'm talking about. Walking in your significance and not letting anyone tear you apart. Put on the Lord Jesus. Serve the Lord with gladness. Don't serve with attitude. Don't come angry. If there is Jesus, if he is good, with all my tithing, shut up. What did you give? How much? 
the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. All this interplanetary exploration they are planning for. Since man was created, have we brought anything from another planet? Yet every day we discover new things. When I was born, they talked in millions. Now they don't talk in billions. They are talking in trillions. You're now having individuals who probably in the next five, ten years, they'll be a trillionaire. And you may not even know how much that is. A billion, if you spend a billion dollars, 100,000 every month, 100,000 dollars you spend every month, it will take you 35 years or, to, or up to 50 years to exhaust the money. You can't. And yes, somebody has 500 of it. Jesus, man. Jesus, man. That's why some of them are now researching on how to live long. They are lying. They will still die. Tell your neighbor, anoint your face. We need to see Jesus on your face. We need to see you that you know where you are going. I may not yet be there. I may be living in one room, but I'm walking to my significance. I may be driving a car that has a life of its own and a spirit of its own. You know the kind of car I'm talking about? It has his own spirit. The day he wants to cooperate with you, he cooperates. The day he does not want to cooperate, he decides that, look, I'm not cooperating today. Jesus. 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 Don't serve with attitude. Come with thanksgiving. Replace the spirit of heaviness because you are one idea away from your testimony. Move from attitude. Anoint your face. I'm preaching to you today because I know it that some of you, Canada will hear from you. Oh, I'd like you to say a bigger amen. Nations will hear from you. I said nations will hear from you. Your generation will hear from you. And then the next generation will hear from you. And the next generation will hear from you. You will make impacts. You will touch your world. You will write a book that the world will read. You will preach a message the world will hear. You will start a business that will touch the world. Young men in this house, you will have your own startup tech, your own app, your own dream, your own vision, your own blessing, your own glory. In the name of Jesus, put your hands together, give God a praise. Look at somebody, tell them, wash your face. Wash your face. Look at someone else. Tell them, anoint your face. Significance is coming. Glory is coming. Blessing is coming. Give God praise. Give God praise. Hey! Wash your face. Anoint your face. Number eight, set goals for yourself. I, Matthew Shimlo, living here in Greater Ontario. Do set a goal today that in the next one year, this shall be my dream. Next three years, this will be my achievement. Next five years, this will be what I'll do. Next ten years. I don't know what Ruth, what Ruth said and what prayer she said. But one thing I know, La Busca Enderiz, I am sure that Ruth knew she would meet a millionaire. You want to know how I know? Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 in the Amplified Bible. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 in the Amplified Bible shows that God does not only hear and answer the prayer you speak. He answers the one you think if they can find it in Amplified. But if they cannot find it, that's fine. In the Amplified it says, 
And now unto him that is able. To, oh yeah, it's amplified. To carry out super abundantly. More than you can dare to ask. One. Think. Two. Pray. Hope. Dream. You know, if you dream it, it will come to pass. If you think it, God will agree with your thinking. If you pray it, if it's your hope, how many of you are hoping for some great things? How many of you are praying for some great things? How many of you are dreaming great dreams? Because listen, your dream will become reality. Your prayer will become reality. Your hope will become reality. Your vision will Shout amen three times. So everyone hearing me today, just like Ruth, set goals. Write it down that one day, 13th of July, 2022, Pastor Matthew came to, to, to Toronto and he said to set unusual goals, daunting goals, goals that scare. Ask yourself, who do I need? Write it down. Don't be afraid. If you need the Prime Minister Trudeau to show up. You do you know what? You are always for people from somebody who knows somebody. Always for people. If you want to meet the President of the United States, you will not believe it. You are always for people away from somebody you want to meet. Who do you need? What will you need? What will your latter days be? What are the things distracting you right now? What are you looking ahead to? Write it down because your vision will become reality. Then number nine, change your garment. Change your garment. The mother-in-law told her to change her garment. Therefore, wash yourself and anoint yourself. Put on your best garment. Change your garment. Widows, you know, in Bible times, they had dressing for, for, for singles. They had dressing for prostitutes. They had dressing for married women. Then they had dressing for widows. She can't keep going to Boaz wearing the widow mask. The man would just ask, she's a widow. She's not my torch. Change your garment. Prepare for your coming favor. Dress the part. Act like it's already happening. Prepare now. Get ready. KRCC. Mississauga, get ready. Have a dream bigger than where you are. Bigger than what you see now. Believe God. Prepare. Prepare yourself. Because prepared people get it faster than those who don't prepare. Whenever people, people don't prepare, when the blessing comes, it takes them unaware. Five virgins had oil in their lamp. The other five didn't have. The bridegroom just showed up. These five, oh my God. We didn't know it's going to come this early, can you borrow me some more? They say, no, not today. Not today. <laughs> in fact, what they said was, in order for it to not be coming sufficient for both of us, go and meet those who sell. And it's night. It means, sorry. Some people don't realize, they don't even know when their favor comes. Comes like, do you know there are some churches, if the Holy Ghost were to come on Sunday, red coat, red tie, red shoes, and red socks, they wouldn't recognize him still. Because they were not ready for him. They have their structure. They have their style of doing things. And they are not ready to allow him to take the place. 
Tell your neighbor, change your garment. From today, that garment of precut for favor will fit you. Your breakthrough will come so fast. Your destiny will manifest. I pray for you today. There's a cloth you are prepared for. You are dressed for. It will fit you. You will walk in it. You will receive it. In the name of Jesus. There is a stuff prepared for you. You will enter into it. There's somebody in this service. The word that will propel you to the next season. I speak it into your life today. Every limitation is broken. You will reach ahead. You will look ahead. Things you've never seen are coming into your hand. Things you've never been are coming into your hand. Somebody say, I'm changing my garment. I'm changing my garment. I'm changing my garment. I'm changing my garment. From today, God dresses you for victory. Dresses you for testimony. Dresses you for blessing. Dresses you for glory. In the name of Jesus. Ha! Give God some glory here. And number 10, and I'll close with that. Number 10, go to the place. The mother-in-law told her, after all this dressing, dressing, go to the place. Go down to the threshing floor. But do not make yourself known. That's number 11. We'll not preach that. Don't make yourself known. We'll just stay and go to the place. Some of us need to begin to go to the place. Look at me. The enemy of the best is the good. The enemy of the greatest is the great. Some of you have seen some great blessings. But it's not the end. Some of you have received some good things. But it's not the best. You need to be in that place where you begin to get ready. To go to the place. Break the ceiling. Get out of your limitations. Go to the place. Because many times in your mind, look at me. Something inside you says, oh, uh, 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 I can't do it. Uh, 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 my name is uh, uh, Abiodun Shimolowo. My name, I have an accent. I can't. Go to the place. Go to the place. When you have a name, the person who said he can't pronounce your name, he will pronounce it. That's what I found in England. When I first got to England, they said, how do you call your name? I said, low, 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 low. Okay, as easy as they break through. They went to learn my name. Go to the place. Because I'm looking at some people in my spirit. Canada will hear from you. The world will hear from you. Nations will hear from you. The world will hear from you. Nations will hear from you in the name of Jesus. Shout amen with fire. Shout amen with power. Tell your neighbor, go to the place. Wash your face. Anoint your face. Go to the place. Wash your face. Anoint your face. And go to the place. You are going into your favor. You are going into your testimony. 
You are going into your glory in the name of Jesus. Look at me, look at me, look at me. The worst thing is for you to be invited. Nathan KICC, uh, Canada, they got me a nice room, man. I'm so proud of the room. I put it on Instagram so that London will be jealous. You know what I'm saying? They call the room the Prime Minister's Suite. Man, I said, I, I need to oppress some friends in some place, you know. But you, can you imagine? They booked that place and I got to the lobby and stayed. Too many people are staying in the lobby. When you are called to occupy the Prime Minister's Suite, you are still in the lobby. I'm going to say, what are you doing there? I, that place is too high. That place is too nice. That place is too lofty. And you're staying in the lobby. I came to push you out of the lobby. And you know if you stay too long in the lobby, they'll begin to question you. Did you know that? I've seen a few, ex I've had a few experiences in life. When I was a young pastor, bachelor pastor, I started doing business and pastoring because I didn't want my children to ever beg for bread. And I didn't want the church to ever say we made him. I was in a church that was paying me Nigerian currency at that time. Something like 75 naira. 100 naira. That was crazy. It was small even then. Even then. It was a poor man's salary. So I, I bought some instruments in Italy. Somebody had helped me to buy. Pastor Olashi become. Had helped me to go to the factory. Bought it. In those days you could leave things in the airport in left luggage. So he gave me the receipt. So when I landed in, Napo in uh, Milan, I went to Ricanati Airport to collect the goods tonight to fly tomorrow to Lagos. I said, okay, let me go to a hotel. I went to the hotel. I only had like $50 in my pocket. The cheapest hotel was 200 I said, ah. Kata, kata don't come. Pastor Bauer, I had to go to Linati Airport and sit down till daybreak. Because I didn't have the money. Those were lobby days. I can't sit in the lobby anymore. If I sit in the lobby, somebody will come and say, what are you doing here? Anywhere I go in the world now, I can't hide my face. I can't. Anywhere. I mean, I got to the hotel in uh, Houston. The church put me in this near, nice hotel in Galeria near where Bush lives. And even the guy at the reception. Is that Pastor Matthew? He said, yes. I tell him, anything he needs is you consider it done. I can't stay in the lobby anymore. I got to go to the prime minister's suite. So tell your neighbor, go to the place. Don't stay in the lobby. There's a new environment. And look at me, look at me. Some of you, you may not fit in. In the dress now. But keep wearing it. Keep wearing it. You know when the Bible says put on the garment of praise in place of the spirit of heaviness. I used to have a winter coat in those days in London. It was too big. I mean it was like two people should be inside the winter coat. But boy you have to wear this thing to survive at that time. It was the one my money could have could afford. So I had to put on this garment of praise for the moment. Sometimes garment of praise does not fit. 
as you keep wearing it, it will begin to fit your life. I see you praising God and coming into your testimony and coming into your glory, coming into your favor, coming into your breakthrough. Change is coming. Canada, change is coming. Ontario, change is coming. Everyone hearing me, change is coming. It won't be long. It won't be long. Put your hands together. Give God a praise. I, I need to close. I know I've kept you for long. But you got to understand, even me, my flight is 7 a.m. And I got a text from the airline. You have to be in the queue 90 minutes before the flying because America checks you here before you enter because I'm preaching Maryland tomorrow. So it means I can only sleep up, sleep today. But nonetheless, I smile. So listen to me. It is better to be a misfit than to stay in yesterday. Begin to look at downtown Toronto. Where will my office be here? Stop looking always. Only at the suburbs. Small, small building, tiny building. This is, says who? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. I see businesses in this place that will take territory. I said they will take territory. They will take territory. They will take territory. Shout yes. Say yes. Some guys are buying land from me in the country of Nigeria. They're buying something like 285 acres. And they told me, we've been busy in Toronto because we want to start a property company in Toronto. I said, that's the spirit. And they told me of one family that have built skyscrapers in Toronto. I said, that is the spirit. Not somebody coming in and wearing the old garment. And saying, ah, I don't want anybody to see me. Lay aside the garment that has stained with sin and be washed. Thank you, thank you. I know some old members of Anglican are here. Lay that aside! Better to be a misfit than to stay in yesterday. This guy said, yeah, we've just moved into Toronto, but we can see the opportunities. Did you know that new eyes see what old eyes don't see? There are people born in Toronto, all they see is the difficulties. Oh, this place is full of drugs. This place is full of prostitutes. This Some people come in and say, my God, look at all the opportunities. Look at all the land. Look at all the warehouse. Jesus, man, I lay hand on your eyes. May you see the opportunities. May you see the favor. May you see the glory. May you see the breakthrough. May you see the turnaround. May you see the abundance. Shout amen. Shout amen. Stop feeling sorry. Stop feeling unworthy. Open your right hand. And say with me. I'm a kingdom person. I'm worthy. To receive. All that the father has. I'm a kingdom person. I'm worthy. To receive. All that the father has. And today, I receive it in the name of Jesus. Shout amen three times.
close with this. Ruth, a Moabite, from a people cursed for 10 generations. Bible scholars are not settled on what a generation is. Some say it's 37 years, so times 10, 370. Some say it's 70, times 10, 700. Some say it's 100, times 10, 1,000 years. But God kicked the door open for her. I said, come in, my girl. And Ruth, she bypassed everyone to be in front. Somebody's hearing me today. You are bypassing those who went ahead of you. You will be in front. God will take you to the front. God will break protocol for you. He will break protocol for you. Shout yes. Say yes. Say yes. Say yes. And so, this Ruth, <laughs> Boaz, she goes and she lets Boaz know, I'm the wife of the guy who died. He says, oh my word, you look beautiful. Isn't she beautiful? Isn't she lovely? He said, well, I can't marry you. There's a guy older than me. The book of Leviticus also says, that older relation must reject her by beating his shoes together. I'm sure Ruth went praying. Let no evil man choose me. Hey! I'm sure Ruth have heard Nigerians pray. Jesus, man. Nigerians can pray. Ah, there must be a prayer room in heaven for Nigerians. Jesus, man. So following day, at the city gate, that's where the elders always sat. Boaz brings the older man. So here's Ruth. She's the wife of so-and-so. Ah, the girls, I don't want her. I don't want her. You know, some people don't see the diamond you carry. But it's okay. It's okay. It was T.L. Osborne who told a funny story. T.L. Osborne used to have this beard and mustache. And he was walking past two people to go to the pulpit. He said he passed the first one down and said, you look like Satan. Preach out. As he passed that one, the next one said, you look like Jesus. Who would he believe? It depends on who you believe. So the man rejects Ruth and Boaz took her. Ruth and Boaz, and Boaz and Ruth beget Obed. And Obed beget Jesse. And Jesse beget David. And do you know in the story of Jesus, Ruth is there. Millions didn't make it. I'm one of the ones who did. All the women in Israel did not make it to the genealogy of Jesus. But one rejected girl from Boaz, from, from Moab, who knew that she carried significance, made it and poked her face in the book of Matthew in the genealogy of Jesus. Matter of fact, that's the whole sermon. All the girls who made it to the genealogy of Jesus were bad girls, bad, really bad girls. You know, Ruth, Rahab, those kind of bad girls. <laughs> they are the ones who made it this Jesus is something else. 
When people reject you, he selects you. Oh, come on, somebody. Give God. So this lady who she sensed significance. The book of Ruth was not written by her. It was written by David. King David himself honored his great grandmother. Isn't that powerful? One day your children will sit down and your grandchildren will sit down and they will write about you when you came to Toronto or, or Canada. What will they write? They'll say, hey, uncle, grandpa, your friend whom you arrived in Toronto together, his family owns that area. They've done that. What were you doing? Well, well, we were the ones who were not going to compromise. Blessing is not compromise. I need to close now. I know I've, I've, I'm sure you were blessed today. I'm going to, oh, okay, I have one more prayer to pray for you. I came a long way, so you have to endure. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm just going to speak blessings into your life. I'm going to speak these blessings. I hope you got something tonight. I tell you, I was like a pregnant woman when I was coming to minister in Toronto. I had this. I said, God, what is it? What is it? It took long before I now knew why. He said, I want you to just speak on significance significance. So some of you are at that crossroad. You are even, you've been unsure. You've been unsure of many things. Some of you have settled, but God sent me to speak into your life. So tonight I'm just going to speak the blessing and then I'm going to bring the message to a close. I hope you were blessed tonight. If they haven't, yeah, glory, give God a praise. So tonight, in your days of significance, may you experience prosperity. Can I hear you better? Amen. May you experience open heavens, divine progress. May these be the days of new things, the days of victory. May grace upon grace rest on you. May God give you unusual insights growth on every side. For every young man, young woman in this house, fresh ideas. May these be the days of plenty. The days of good things. The days of his anointing. The days of breakthrough. Enlargement. Laughter. Celebration. Success. Expansion. Abundance. The word of the Lord says, my city through prosperity shall yet spread out. May God cause you to spread out. Everyone within the reach of my voice, may a new anointing rest on you. Favor upon favor. Strength upon strength. Achievement upon achievement. The sound of joy will not cease in this house. I will not cease in your house. God will give you gladness. Everyone within the reach of my voice, I lay hand on you today. Health in your body. I said health in your body. May God give you divine knowledge.
peace that passes understanding. The rest of God will be your portion. The reward of God will be your portion. Lani onta ibra sketa lirama. Deuteronomy 35, verse 30 to 35, talks of the sons of Bezalel who were given witty invention. I lay hand on young men and young women in this house. God will give you witty invention, unusual ideas, insight for winning, insight for achieving. In your generation, you'll be relevant. Help will rise for you. Wisdom will be your portion. Comfort will be your portion. Blessing in every area. Glory in every area. Testimony in every area. These are days when there's danger all over, particularly in the Western Hemisphere. I build a wall of security around your family. The arrow of sudden death will not see you. The arrow of attacks will not see you. Your children will not go into addiction. God will settle your house. I pull your family out of evil family pattern. We see the husband of Ruth died, her brother-in-law died, her father-in-law died. Every evil family pattern, the blood of Jesus cancels it. Mercy follows you. Favor follows you. Glory follows you. Healing follows you. Greatness follows you. Blessing follows you. After today's ministration, there will be a rising in this house. New ideas. I say new ideas. There will be a lifting. 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 There will be a lifting in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. I close by praying for somebody here today. Help and help us will rise for you. Help and help us will rise for you. I say one more time. Help and help us will rise for you. So shall it be. Lord, I pray for Pastor Dayo Olakule and his wife, Lola Day. I speak the blessing of God on the two of them this day. I release the grace of God on their life. I release favor upon their ministry. Lord, as they serve in this place, increase favor, blessing beyond measure, unusual turnaround, expansion, wisdom from above, wisdom from above, increase wisdom from above increase wisdom from above use them to bless their generation use them to touch lives to do unusual things thank you lord from this day the world will hear from them anoint their lips of clay let the word from their mouth be like fire let it be like fire let it be like fire let it be like fire in the name of Jesus. So let it be. I pray for every minister who's here today that your blessing will be on their ministry. There'll be expansion. Their works will continue to speak. Their works will continue to speak. Their works will continue to speak. 
Unusual grace will rest on them. Anything that scares a man of God, that makes a man of God wants to bow, shall not be their portion. They will bless their generation. We give you the praise for everything. Thank you for every word given today. Let it continue to prosper in the heart of the people who receive. To you be the glory. To you be the praise. In the name of Jesus. Somebody bless the Lord if you were blessed tonight. Give God a praise. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you are a champion. God bless you.